0: Hey guys, welcome to the SFB podcast, where we talk about the NBA, the NFL, and the EPL and more. Today, with my co-host Devin, we're going to talk about Blake Griffin going to the Nets, the Jazz, and more.
1: Hey guys, uh, breaking down the Blake Griffin signing, this means that Blake Griffin is going to be on a contending team with the Nets, and it also means that the Nets are going to get better bench help, uh, overall more depth, and defense with this, even though Blake Griffin... Barely has any knees left and can't jump. He's not gonna he doesn't need to be the offensive threat he once was. He just needs to be suitable yeah. for them now. The
0: pistons really they really mowed down on his knees as uh like they are. The yeah. pistons are just so bad. But anyway, uh I think if Durant comes back and he performs just twenty points a game or better, which it's Kevin Durant think he can do that I think the Nets one or two seed depending on if Joel Embiid can keep up his hot streak
1: yeah I think uh the Nets really only have one problem now and that's Joel Embiid I don't see them losing to any other team in the playoffs especially when you have James Harden who really just wants a title Kyrie Irving, who's at this point locked in almost dropping 40 a game nowadays and Kevin Durant who's just along for the ride but is still the best player on the team so Obviously, he's going to show out. Uh, now, moving on, what do you think about the Jazz and why? Do you think they're contenders or not? And what can they do to be contenders in your eyes?
0: So, I think Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert is a great core, and I think they can probably hold on to be a one seat. But when you're going up against LeBron for 48 minutes or Kawhi and Paul George for 48 minutes, I don't think, even if you play amazing, so if Le- even if LeBron, like, you hold him to under 30 points, he's still going to be a monster. And I'm not sure if Utah is suited to stop LeBron at his fullest.
1: Yeah, I think the Jazz definitely have scoring ability and some defense with Rudy Gobert, but I just don't think they have the big-time players yet to really, like, compete with LeBron and Kawhi and these guys that are clutch in the biggest moments. Obviously, Paul George... Not showing up last year. But who knows? It, playoffs come, playoff, come playoff time, he can easily show up, I believe. And the Jazz seem like they're the team that could poop their pants in the playoffs, even though they're doing really well in the regular season. I see them as a contender if they hold on to the number one seed. And if they sweep the seven or eight seed, which would be the Nuggets or the Mavericks or the. What well, do know
0: about the Mavericks?
1: It could, it could it could be because there's with the play in tournament it actually makes it interesting if they sweep one of those teams because the 7 or 8 seed is going to be good in the west if they sweep one of those teams i will think that they're contenders i still don't think they're going to be able to beat brooklyn but i think they're contenders
0: like, even if brooklyn loses to philadelphia and Phil- philadelphia make it to the finals do you really think that Rudy Gobert can stop Joel Embiid i understand that you, i understand that uh you still have Donovan Mitchell in great three-point scoring from the, that whole Jazz team, but you, like there's too much inside scoring from the 76ers in general.
1: Yeah. Moving on to the NFL now, and we're going to be talking about the Jaguars today and their very particular offseason. Starting off with Urban Meyer, what do you think of them hiring Urban Meyer as their new head coach?
0: I don't know. He doesn't seem like the right fit. They need – see – I'm going to take the Dolphins as an example. The Dolphins were a complete mess. They were just tanking. Then Brian Flores came in, and they all came together. And they almost made the playoffs if they didn't lose to the Bills in Week 17. Do you think that Urban Meyer can be that guy where he comes in? And the Jacks have the number one draft pick, and they have a ton of salary cap. Within three years, if you have the right head
1: coach, you can be a
0: dynasty team but
1: can Urban Meyer do that? I mean, who knows cuz Urban Meyer has been the coach formerly the coach of Ohio State and in my opinion in, co- in college like he's just reeling in five-star recruits. So he's going to need to start off with something that's not as great and I think only time will tell. I think it this there's only really three outcomes. Like it's either going to be decent and he's going to get fired in a couple of years, it's going to be great and he's going to have a dynasty or it's going to be awful. And he's, gonna, he's just going to get fired in the next few years, and the new coach is going to have to come in with probably an unproven Trevor Lawrence. Now moving on to our news section. In the draft, who do they take at number one? It seems pretty self-explanatory, but who, who do you have them taking?
0: Obviously, I think Trevor Lawrence is the guy. Their quarterback situation was some of the worst I've ever seen since th- actually this season when the Broncos were first... Forced to start Kendall Hilton.
1: Yeah, the um, my yeah Mike Glennon definitely is not the long term answer, and um, they I need Trevor yeah. Lawrence. They need Trevor Lawrence, and
0: even Gardner Minshew, I don't think that he can he can handle the pressure or do really anything except just run.
1: Yeah, I think the at this point it's pretty obvious pick. Trevor Lawrence is a generational talent. It's very hard to pass up on him, even if he doesn't end up being the best player in the draft. Like, I think even if he's the second best player, and let's say Pene Sewell is the number one player from the draft, I don't think they're really shaking their head at that. In in free agency, though, since they do have big money, who are some free agency free agents that you would throw big money at if you were the Jaguars?
0: I'm looking at offensive line. They have... Well, for a very long time they haven't had a very solid offensive line that can protect the quarterback now you we can see from the like teams like the packers and the colts uh, they just their quarterbacks they might be mobile but they they just get hit all the time since their offensive lines aren't good and it causes injuries and eventually in andrew Luck's case they just don't play anymore
1: Yeah, I would definitely target Corey Lindsley as there have been reports that he's likely to leave the Packers. I would also maybe go after a wide receiver, but not somebody that's going to cost a ton of money. I'd I'd rather keep your options open. And also, I'm not suggesting it. You have the number one pick. I think that Trevor Lawrence is definitely your best move. But entertaining the possibility of getting Russell Wilson or more likely Deshaun Watson because Deshaun Watson fits the whole timeline of your team. I think I would entertain that possibility because they there have been reports that the ceiling that the the my sorry, the floor for Deshaun Watson is three first round picks. If you're the first overall pick though, I don't think you need first first I don't think you need three firsts. I think one and then maybe some other pieces could be enough potentially. So that's what I have to say about that. But I still think they should take Trevor Lawrence, get Corey Lindsley, get a wide receiver, maybe somebody like Will Fuller. Maybe I don't really think Will Fuller is going to be that amazing. Well, but will if Fuller he can was just
0: quite decent last season. So he was, it was an unfortunate. It was an unfortunate scenario.
1: Yeah, he he's not very consistent enough. But if you just need a guy for a couple years to help Trevor Lawrence develop, yeah. I think he'll fit will the world Fuller perfectly. Will, yeah. And then now moving on to the EPL.
0: West Ham has been the big surprise team. Now, West Ham is around that mid-pack with other teams that are solid but aren't like those top teams, but they aren't in the bottom half. But what West Ham's doing is they keep on beating those bottom teams consistently. And while they lose to those top teams, they sometimes, I would say like 20% of the time, they've been getting solid Wins or draws and against teams their level they're winning that's what has them in uh, I think 6th right now yeah Mm -hmm. it's a great squad I think they're they've been on a pretty solid run of form lately they're going up against Manchester United that will be a really really telling match if they can get that win I think they have a great possibility of making it to the top 4
1: yeah, or even eke out a tie. That could really contribute to them in the long run. Uh, talking about Liverpool, what is happening with Liverpool at seven oh and now?
0: See, Liverpool, Liverpool, they have a really solid team. Injuries have been weighing down a bit, but I called this last year. Liverpool had two or three more years of their core before it all combusted. Well, I was right and wrong it was it was only one year. It's kind of it's combusting now. They aren't playing the football they need to, as the British would say.
1: Yes. Uh now, do you think that Chelsea is going to be able to keep their Champions League spot or do you think it's going to fall to a team like Tottenham or another team?
0: I don't know. Uh Chelsea they have been good recently. But Timo Werner has just not been the signing that they need. Uh, it was a big off-season splash. Werner led Leipzig to great records in the Bundesliga. But he's just not scoring like he was in Bundesliga. Well, it might be because... Well, it is because Bundesliga is just a very weak league besides Bayern and Dortmund. I mean, in the EPL it's way harder... He still need he still should be putting out more production than this. Ten goals and uh sorry, ten uh ten assists and five goals at midpoint of the season is not enough as a striker. Yes,
1: yeah, so if you had to choose now, who do you think that fourth spot will end up going to?
0: That is tough to say. Um I think it's going to it's gonna be close. Uh Liverpool, I have to say if they can get it together in the next 3 games, I think Liverpool can make it. They're they're not that far behind, but it it it's very close at the uh top of the table. But the problem is Chelsea needs to be way way more clinical in their finishing. And I think if they continue to be so they continue to waste chances like they are, I think teams like West Ham or Tottenham or even Liverpool are going to make a run for their money.
1: Yes, I would have to agree. Is there anything else that you would like to say about the NBA, NFL, EPL that our viewers out there would like to hear?
0: Uh, Nothing much.
1: All right, signing off for today. Thank you for watching, and please drop a follow.